Welcome to Next Level Barber's Podcast. I'm Jeanette, your host, licensed barber, business educator, your personal cheerleader. You know how to cut hair. Let's learn to be a business. Be a part of conversations about business strategies, industry advice, and empowerment. The barber industry is growing. Are you? Join me and become Next Level. Welcome back to Barbara's Next Level. I'm your host, Jeanette, and we're going to go ahead and just jump right into this week's episode. We're talking about what the hell am I supposed to do after I get my barber's license? So when you're in school, you have all of these step-by-step instructions that you're getting. Okay, I need this many hours to graduate. I got to learn how to properly do a shampoo. I got to learn how to do this scissor haircut. I gotta learn how to do a fade. I gotta learn how to apply color. I have to learn how to shave. And so you learn all these things and then you get all your hours and then you go and you apply to take your tests and then you pass your tests. You have your license. What do I do now? You don't have somebody kind of holding your hand anymore. And so I really wanted to talk about what to do after the license. Obviously, the first thing that you're going to do after getting your hair license is find a job. And if you're being super smart about it, you're already networking and building relationships. Maybe you're receptioning already while you're still in school. And so when you graduate, you might even have a job lined up. If you're graduating hair school without a job, it's not that big of a deal you can find one. I didn't have a job until I was out of school for like four months. Finding a shop that you really resonate with and you feel it can be your hair home for the rest of your career is a really intimidating thing. And I think it's something that people put way too much pressure on because you really don't know how a shop is going to feel when you're working there just based off the interview just based off of i'm gonna pop in and shadow for a day you really don't know the owner's true colors and the other employees their true colors things start to creep out of the woodwork after you've been there for three weeks so i i don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself to find the absolute perfect spot. What I want you to find is a place that has built up a reputation. They have their name for themselves in your community. If you don't have a clientele, working at a shop that has a name where people are going to them just because it's a big name in the town can be very beneficial for you where you can kind of put the marketing skills on the back burner where you focus on your technical skills and you focus on building up your confidence and you focus on just rounding out your other skills before you market yourself. And that actually brings me into my next point, which is to network and meet people outside of where you work. And you can learn from people that work in the barbershop down the street from you. And you can learn from somebody who works in a salon and you know just kind of get out of your own head you can learn something from everybody make those connections and you're going to find out like down the road 
when you have a client who always gets a skin fade. They've been getting skin fades for five years and now all of a sudden they want to grow their hair down their back and that's not something I do. So I'm gonna send them to my friend that I made that works at a shop down the street that I really trust and they have a client who has long hair now they wanna cut it all off. They're gonna send them to me. And so it's really nice to just build that community within your community. Your community is not just the shop that you work in, but it's the industry as a whole. We're finally at a really good point in the hair industry that we're, we're over the competition. We're all about being collaborative and supportive and nurturing to each other. And, you know, we realize that there are more than enough clients to support all of our careers. I can have a full clientele and a successful career, and you can have a full clientele and a successful career. And we're not in competition of each other. So you're networking and you're building up a clientele, you're taking some walk-ins, you're getting your reps in, you're feeling more confident. What are you doing while you're doing all of this? You're taking photos. You're taking photos of every single client that you see because if there's one thing that I've learned is that the camera lens will humble you like no one else. When you're first learning how to cut hair, it actually takes a while to train your eyes to pick up on the little inconsistencies in the haircut that we all have and learn how to tweak them right then and there in the moment. And so taking photos of clients is such a great way to look at your work essentially through someone else's eyes. So, you know, you cut the hair, you take a photo, you cut someone else's hair, take the photo. At the end of the day, you have however many photos. Let's say you did four haircuts today and you go home and you look at your photos. You got four photos of each client. You got the front, you got both sides, and you got the back. Look at all of those photos and see what you could have done better. So you're gonna say, wow, I did a really great job around their neckline. My fade looks really good. I need help blending the fade into the scissor work that I did on the top. Who can I reach out to that I trust, that I admire to help me with that particular skill set that I need more work with? Or maybe you're looking at um, a sheer haircut. Oh, I, I really did not feel confident doing that. It's not the best that I could have done. Who can I reach out to to give me some scissor work education? Who can I reach out to about styling so going back on the photos and looking at it when you're not in the moment anymore look at them a day later the next week take some time and come back to them and look at the photos with a fresh pair of eyes and you'll really be able to judge your work not only the bad parts of it but the good parts and you'll be able to grow a lot faster post the photos. We're going to start to build up your social media and I'm going to make a post and a podcast in a couple of weeks about how to properly build up your social media. 
But take the highlights of what you did, what you're the most proud of, and post them. You don't have to post every single photo that you take. I honestly think it's a little bit overkill. I'm not trying to see your entire haircut schedule on my Instagram feed. But take the highlights, what you're the most proud of, and post them. Recapping really quickly about what you're going to do after you get your barber's license and after you get your first job, ideally you're working at a shop that is somewhere that you can really grow, that you have co-workers and an owner who is nurturing your skill set and helping you build up those skills that you need to be a really well-rounded barber in the industry. And then you're going to take it a step further and network with people that are outside of your shop. Don't be scared to make friends with barbers that work down the street. Make friends with cosmetologists that work with long hair. Take the long hair cutting class. Take a color class because why the hell not? I think a lot of people think that as soon as you get the license, you're done with your education and you know everything. You don't and you can always expand your knowledge whether you actually want to practice those skills behind the chair. That's up to you, but taking the class is a really fun and it's a really great way to stay connected to the industry. So you're networking, you're building up your skills, and now you're taking photos. Take photos of every single client. You can do before and afters or just the afters. Take them from all angles. Start to figure out your lighting, figure out where you want to pose your clients, and go back on those photos and look at your work and try to find one thing that you did really well and one thing that you need help with. And then go back to who you've networked with and figure out which person can help you tweak your skills on what you need help with based on the photos. And feel free to post those photos on social media. You don't have to keep them in your camera roll if you want to and just post the highlight reels. But start to get into the rhythm of posting on social media because it really is a great way to build up your business. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed and you found it beneficial that you're able to build up a game plan in your head of some next steps to take in order to build up your business and your confidence behind the chair. If you enjoyed the episode, leave a rating and review. You can also head over to my Instagram at Barber's Next Level. It's going to be down in the show notes. Send me a message of what you need help with, what doesn't make sense, what is just driving you crazy and you can't find an answer for it. I'm happy to help and it might be featured on a future episode.